hi i know i'd said this episode was going to be a continuation on the one of love but i'm not yet done reading the bell hooks book on love and i would love see what i did there and i'd really like for it to be one full episode i don't want to break it down because now i'm almost halfway through the book and it's not because i read slowly not that there's anything wrong with reading slowly like take your time enjoy every page of the book but it could be because i'm reading three books at the same time yeah says love still multitask okay it's not exactly multitasking it's just keeping my brain should i say stimulated yeah so there are just a few things i want to talk about yeah and let's get into it the other day i was in a beautiful space i'm not sure if it was zimbabwean or south african but the topic was cancel culture and it was so beautiful as so many points were made and i'm going to get those points because i made notes yeah and it was really beautiful until some christian man in courts came to do what they do best gaslight and he was invalidating almost everything all the speakers had talked about they're talking about prejudice and homophobia and misogyny and how it shouldn't be excusable in all your interactions not only in your relationships not only in your romantic relationships but also the platonic ones also the people you work with do not associate with bigots because it just doesn't make sense you're contributing to the violence which they display yeah and he came and he was saying i think it's okay for us to disagree and he doesn't agree with them saying the bible and christianity justifies violence yeah he thinks it's right and he disagrees that he disagrees that the bible was mistranslated and we are just saying the lgbtq plus community should be accepted we're just saying that it wasn't mentioned in the bible because we want it to be accepted i don't i hate the use of the word accepted when we're talking about human beings like who gave you the right where do you buy the audacity to think that you have the power to accept or not accept someone like that's not uh, i don't want to say it but yeah and some of the other things that actually stood out for me was how oppressed people do not owe you an education you know when people when you talk about something you've been through and then someone decides to come to you and be like educate me I just want to know more about this topic. You do not owe them an education as an oppressed or marginalized person. Like she said to come to queer folk and be like, educate me on homophobia. What's queer phobic? What's not queer phobic? Or men will come to women and be like, what counts as misogyny? What counts as abuse? Yeah, educate me. And like most times, these people do not want to be educated. Not most times, almost always, these people do not want to be educated. Because if you genuinely wanted to be educated, there are so many resources out there. Yeah. And you could read. Like, please read. 
the information is around just go read and one of the speakers said how you aren't going to educate a misogynist out of patriarchy you know and it's just like whoa like yes you're not going to educate a man out of patriarchy because we can't educate ourselves out of systems as the beneficiaries are not open to losing their benefits like the fight against patriarchy has been in existence for so long also the fight against his heteronormativity and yet we are still struggling with so many of the of the problems that these systems bring to certain groups of people and yet those that benefit from it cis heterosexual folk or men are not willing to actually let go of all their privileges like yes they'll claim allyship and say how they stand by you and what not but at the end of that day when push comes to shove there's no way they're going to like if they were given the chance to totally should i say dismiss disown yeah their privileges they wouldn't do that yeah so them asking to be educated is a way of gaslighting and also diverting the conversation because if you really wanted to be educated you'd go read like it's everything is a google search away i know we often say google is free but also yesterday i was in another space and this was pointed out it's not entirely free in that what in that internet is expensive and costly but by the time you can send a message or camp under someone's tweet to us to be educated you can definitely go and google what counts as transphobia what counts as misogyny what counts as homophobia what counts as fatphobia what counts as sexist what counts as ableist like the books are available and unless you're actually already doing the work you shouldn't approach people to educate you unless they have willingly said they're educating people or doing classes on systems of oppression yeah but if you are only looking to be pointed in the right direction maybe then maybe then you could reach out to them and then stop masking your prejudice as preference yeah most times people like to say they just prefer to not be friends with queer people yeah and it does not make sense because when this is put in the context of race or gender if a man or okay it's okay for people not to be friends with certain people and it's not entirely prejudice like i prefer not to be friends with men why they're misogynistic they're homophobic they're transphobic they're ableist they're fatphobic there's so many things like they're just bigots entirely bigots and it's so hard to find some that are no bigots so that's why I, i'm preserving my energy yeah and stop asking your prejudice as preference preference is such a disgusting word you hear someone say they would they wouldn't be friends with queer people like they'll be like i don't mind them but i just wouldn't be around them because i feel uncomfortable like we're all human beings yeah it doesn't make sense for you to say that like you can have preference when it comes to your favorite
chocolate yeah like i love bounty so much and i have friends who don't like bounty but you see there we have agreed to disagree but you can't agree to disagree where the oppression of people and actual lives are being affected by that opinion in courts that you have yeah and if you really wanted to be educated yeah you can put in the work the information is all around you and one other thing is that when yeah under cancel culture when people are called out on either being abusive or bigoted they often like to cry that the mob came after them yeah and it makes no sense at all because the oppressed are not the mob you are the mob you the oppressor you who is attacking them is or are the mob yeah because you know you have the backing of so many other bigoted or harmful minded people you decided to perform the harm because you thought there'd be no consequences and now when there are actually consequences for your harmful actions you want to complain that people are just out to get you but that's not it you're being called out because you're harmful and then people are extremely aware about oppression but they just don't care that's one thing that i really have to get into my head because i think my head is wired in such a way that if you're seeing someone is affected by these systems why aren't you out to dismantle it like why aren't you actively working like it just doesn't make sense to me how so many people are comfortable just because the oppression is indirectly affecting them but then you know they say oppression is like rain like to touch everyone's roof your turn will come yeah whether it's because let's say you're queerphobic currently just because you don't directly experience homophobia but someday someone will perceive you as being queer and you will go through it and you shouldn't only care when someone close to you goes through it like people are very loud about their misogyny or homophobia and in terms of misogyny men say things like i got a daughter like my partner gave birth to a girl and now i understand what women go through what women and girls and feminists have been talking about for ages i finally get it like it doesn't make sense yeah you shouldn't wait till someone you're close to is exposed to harm for you to care about the existing harm yeah and then yes and then no one owes you their time to educate you yes there's this thing people do where they feel entitled to your time and your energy and you know educating people takes so much like it takes such a toll on you and they expect you to just do it. first of all they're not going to pay you for your time like if you're going to pay me for my time i can educate you yeah I wouldn't be so against educating you if you people actually paid the women and queer people that are doing the work to save you from your should I say chosen ignorance I say chosen because ignorance is a choice with all the information around you you woke up and say let me be ignorant let me act like I'm not seeing what's happening let me act like I don't know that oppression exists and there are actual people's lives being affected yeah so no one owes you their time 
unless you're paying for their time and so many times people love i've had quite a number of people approach me to educate them in courts and they just they're just looking for an argument they're just looking to gaslight you and like invalidate your entire existence and your experiences and it's just not fair and when i tell them to pay me for my time before i start i'm like how much are you going to pay me for my time because they're like no i just want to convince you and i'm like no like please stop and also oftentimes yeah also using the example of racism to make people understand other forms of bigotry is extremely tired yeah we as women do not okay black men understand it yeah they understand that's why i said people understand oppression they acknowledge that it's there but they don't care that's why we should stop helping them find the sort of correlation between different systems of oppression like for you to understand sexism i don't have to give you an example of racism yeah that conversation is tired that argument sorry is extremely tired also cognitive dissonance is so annoying like you know religion organized religion is extremely harmful like you can come at me if you want but like if you pay attention you know how harmful it is so stop acting like the harm people are imagining the harm yeah the harm being perpetrated is just part of our imagination or our minds just made it up because we're not imagining these things it is real and it has happened for ages and it's still happening and that's what they're trying to work on also there's something else I wanted to say. Yes, I still talk about cognitive dissonance. You cannot go on and defend a book that dehumanizes people on so many levels. Like I don't even know. Okay, that's a whole other conversation anyway. Also, one other thing I got from the space I was in yesterday, let women be, let us breathe, stop holding us to unexplainable standards of existing yeah and just because we are oppressed that does not mean that we do not get some time to actually just freely exist how we plan to so leave women alone yeah like just let us be and there's some other thing i wanted to say but i cannot remember it right now so when i remember it i guess i'll just do another episode yeah thank you for tuning in and i hope you are able to pick some things from this i was just doing a summary of the beautiful spaces i've attended and the things i've learned that i hope everyone else should learn yeah